Welcome to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast with your host, award-winning realtor, Matt Glenn, and top producing mortgage broker, Taylor Atkinson. Professionals in the industry, enthusiastic entrepreneurs, and successful investors. When it comes to real estate, we're all in. Hey, Matt. How's it going, Taylor? Excellent. We're back. It's a sunny day out. Yeah. Is it ever spring is in the air, your least favorite season? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, our golf draw, we're going to do that on the next episode. Yeah. We've got a bunch of entries. Thanks for doing that. That's awesome that people are actually entering, entering that. So yeah. 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 Not that we're surprised. We knew, we knew our <laughs> listeners would. I'm a little surprised. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, just to give you a heads up again, we will be doing this for the length of the summer. Yeah. So probably about three of these draws, which means you guys get to come golfing with Matt and I. Yeah. All expenses paid. Probably go for lunch. You got to bring your own balls though, because I lose a lot. It's costly. I think you and I both have our own branded balls, don't we? Yeah, I'm still waiting for my to be delivered. <laughs> I have some branded balls you can use. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's good advertising. If you're <laughs> yeah, lost ball advertising. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, how to enter? You just copy the favorite uh, favorite podcast you have, throw it on social media, tag us in it. A lot of people have been liking the post to enter. Yeah. That's not how you enter. We need to, we need to <laughs> but continue to like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do that too. Or subscribe. <laughs> throw, us a, throw us a review on yeah. iTunes or something. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah, that would be awesome. We've got a few of those. Yeah. Today, our guest is uh, someone very special to me. Returning <laughs> fan favorite. Our first returning guest. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, Woo. pretty big call up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Emily Zer, my wife. Yeah, she'd come and talk about short term rentals in Kelowna and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is short-term rental season, so we want to dive into the nuts and bolts of it a little bit. And if anyone's interested in investing, then um, this is a good podcast to listen to. Awesome. Okay, Em, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. How are you doing? I'm good. First returning guest, what an honor. <laughs> welcome to the icebreaker. This segment of the show is brought to you by Taylor at Venture Mortgages. Come venture into the exciting world of mortgages. What's your favorite memory? in the past year from a season? Okay, so my favorite season in Kelowna, definitely summer, but I'd have to say my favorite memory comes from winter. We rented a place up at Big White for a full month in February uh, with three other families. Scott Leo on skis, bit of a failure. <laughs> it was a failure? <laughs> it was a little bit of a failure, yeah. Mostly a couple just for plans. my back. Yeah, yeah it's back-breaking work. Yeah. We kind of had to hold him up the whole time. Um, so maybe <laughs> maybe give him another year. And it'll just How old is he? A year and a half or so? He's a year and a half. Mm. So he was, at the time, like 14, 15 months. So it's probably a little premature. Yeah. <laughs> Tay was right. I was wrong. <laughs> but he didn't cry. He just wasn't like super happy yeah. about it. But yeah, awesome month up there. Is he just dressed like in a little marshmallow outfit? He looked exactly like yeah. a marshmallow. <laughs> like you could roast him on the fire. That like is so cute. Yeah, it yeah. was pretty cute. <laughs> he kind of just stood in his boots and just yeah. like fell forward. Like he couldn't stand in them by himself. By himself. <laughs> So yeah, it was pretty backbreaking. Lasted about 15 minutes, but at least we can say we got him on skis at 14 months. And then what happened? You guys just, well, somebody had to stay back obviously with him the whole time. So one person skied. Yeah, we, just, we just rotated. It was great. I'd go for a couple hours and would go, or we like shared babysitting duties. We had a few other families up there. Nice. Yeah. Communal living. It's the way yeah. to do it. Yeah. yeah for a definitely. month. Right? Yeah. yeah. That sounds kind of nice. I recommend. Yeah. 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 We had a really nice town home with a hot tub, ski and ski out. So did Leo like the hot tub? 
He yeah. liked the hot tub a lot. Yeah. yeah. Put a couple of boats in there for him. Awesome. Yeah. Happy times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. All right, Emily, what is your drink of choice? Coffee, cocktail, wine, or beer? And where from? Okay. Coffee in the morning, every day. I yeah. get it from my in-home barista. He makes a nice cappuccino. His name's Taylor. Is that the Breville? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm addicted yeah. to that also. Yeah. We got a nice new frother that's like completely changed the game. Yeah. This is what I was talking about. The little like rocket one. Yeah. And then after noon, so noon's probably a decent time that you can open a bottle of wine. I'd say that's fair in, in our household at least. No, just kidding. So 5 p.m. <laughs> 5 p.m. is good enough. But yeah, I'd say wine, like a nice big bold red. And then after sports, a nice cold beer on a patio. Nice. To piggyback on that then, so what's uh, recently something you've fun or you've done for fun or uh, different in Kelowna? Tay and I recently went on kind of a fun little bar crawl around Kelowna. So we had a date night. Tay's sister was in town, wanted to hang out with Leo. We we're like, cool, let's go out. We did five bars and we just kind of went around downtown trying different cocktails. So first one was The Office. They yeah. have that cocktail flight. Yeah, the, the mythical about. one that yeah. I didn't believe Taylor about. Yeah. It's real. It's yeah. a real thing. <laughs> The real thing. Four different cocktails in a flight. I think it was like 19 bucks or something. Yeah. So pretty good day. How is that like really like half ounce shots? Or like how does that work? <sighs> yeah, probably. Or are you just torched by the end of that? And no, they weren't they were that strong. strong. No. I think they kind of yeah, I think they get you. There's not that much alcohol in it. But it's fun. It's a fun thing to do. We yeah. only stayed there for the flight and then we moved on to well, no, we had the chicken wings there. They were amazing. Oh yes. Yeah. Someone told us best chicken wings in town at the office and they they were legit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they Lived were up. Yeah. Awesome. And then we went to Welton Arms, this British place. Yeah. They Fish serve and chips. Like, all yeah, all British food. Pretty Mashed peas there. and stuff. Like oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they do yeah, that all. That's pretty good. That's a cool spot. Yeah. yeah. We didn't eat there, but it was cool. And yeah. then unleashed. If you guys haven't been there, highly recommend. I have not been there. We Bring the there. dogs. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, dog friendly bar. Dog friendly bar. They have like Are the dogs unleashed. Is it just wild in there? <laughs> yeah, I think I think you gotta keep them unleashed. False advertising. I'm just thinking Lou, my dog. Oh yeah. Just tear that place apart. <laughs> yeah, Especially after a couple pints. <laughs> yeah. 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 He doesn't need any dog yeah. yeah. No, that place is awesome. And then Micro and Jacks. Yeah. Both like amazing Both cocktail, spots. cocktail yeah. spots. Micro was our favorite. Okay. Awesome. If you could purchase a property in the Okanagan, uh, what would it be? Kind of talked about this last time. Main goal, purchase a place up at Big White, both for investment and recreation purposes. Yep. Tay and I have been talking a lot about infill project. So maybe buying a corner lot somewhere in a good location where you can rent out the existing home and then build another structure in the future. And then an Airbnb property. We're always looking to collect those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good yeah. Segue. So that's, yeah, that's what in Kelowna about today. In Kelowna. Yeah. But also potentially on the Island one yep. day, where I grew up in my family yep. still lives. It would be, we would love to do, do that for an investment, but also to have a bigger place to stay when yep. we go visit. I love that idea of having an investment slash kind of a recreational property for yourself. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Okay. Well, let's run through, uh, you recently wrote a blog on this. That's kind of why we we're inspired to talk about it. You want to run through just all the properties that are registered from a bylaw point of view that we're allowed to run as an Airbnb in Kelowna? Yeah. So in Kelowna, the rules are your Airbnb either has to be your primary residence or a room in your primary residence, or you can buy a condo in essentially 10 zone buildings in Kelowna. We own one so far, so I can go through each of them. So starting with Discovery Bay, which is where we own 
It's a building built in 2003, so a bit older, but it's kind of in a really nice location close to the lake downtown in that brewery district, close to the beaches. And it's a very popular building for Airbnb. It's got a couple pools, lots of good amenities. Right next door to that, we have Sunset Waterfront Resort. So it's a bit newer, built in 2005. It's a smaller building and not honestly not as widely known as a short-term rental building. Discovery Bay is far more popular and even a little bit more saturated, I would say, in that space. But they've got some Lakeview units. They've got an indoor and outdoor pool, hot tub, gym, and they actually have a tennis court at this one. Awesome. Those locations are going to be hard to beat. Like the buildings are a bit older, but like you can't so. really get yeah. nice As soon as you develop that old Toko site too. That old Toko site is going to be awesome. But like even that, that was farther away from downtown. And th- like those places are right downtown. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. Like once they develop the Toko spot, yeah. it'll even be like now you're surrounded. Like those yeah. two yeah. locations. I think yeah. so. They're like so beat. close to downtown walking distance yeah. like within minutes, close to the beach, close to Prospera. Close to all the breweries, like in yep. the brewery district. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think that's why we chose to buy there. We just think it's gonna be like even bigger and better. I don't like honestly that location is we cannot beat that location. I yeah. think it's prime. Right. Like something like Aqua could maybe do it, but even that's totally different. Yeah, agreed. Right? So, like yeah. the buildings are older, but the location you just can't be. Yeah. And you, yeah. Can, you have the ability to renovate the units if yeah. you buy an older one. So yeah. So yeah, pros nice. and cons for those specific, they're pretty similar. Obviously, the location's great. It's a well-known area for Airbnb. It's got great amenities. Cons being a little bit older. It's a bit saturated, maybe more known for like a party place. We've been doing okay on ours at uh, Discovery, but probably not as well as we would have hoped just because of the saturation in the market in that area. We did buy the top of the market, which we we knew going into. We did that just for our own personal reasons in terms of financing. So we partnered with some of our good friends on it. Going into it, we knew it was the height of the market. We knew we were probably going to overpay a little bit, but it just worked out for other reasons. So the next few years, yeah, we'll probably make a little bit of money. And then moving forward, it's going to be more of a cash flow property for us. That's the thing. Like we've spoken about this before on the shows. You kind of buy when you can qualify, you know, like everyone's waiting for the dip in the market, but that's generally when interest rates are higher. So then you can't yeah. afford to buy, like, that's why there's a dip is because people can't afford to buy that. So if we waited, we wouldn't have been able to qualify on the A side with an A lender and, you know, then financing is going to be more expensive. So it goes like, it is cyclical that way. You just have to know your personal strategy. And for us, like we were okay taking that hit on the first couple of years. So we could yeah. get into that market on that kind of partnership. Yeah. And when we bought it, like... It was kind of a dump, honestly. Like it was probably the worst <laughs> unit in the building, but we knew going into it, we were going to renovate it. So it didn't really matter to us. We kind of just gutted it, redid the floors, a bunch of cosmetic things like paint and stuff, and then furnish it pretty nicely. And so, yeah, it does well. It's managed by our sister-in-law who does an awesome job. We can dive kind of more into the management side later, but definitely location, I would say the best. I, I mean, even previous on that. So we did another JV, didn't end all that well. I mean, it ended fine. It just wasn't like a, a great experience. It wasn't warm and fuzzy, Yeah. but like he just sold his. So we bought that together about a year and a half ago. I think he bought it for 605. 608. 608. Yeah. What did it sell for? Uh, 749. Yeah. So and he, he renovated that in between. Yeah. We renovated it. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can smell story. it when your joint <laughs> venture didn't yeah, go that I, well. Yeah. So I renovated it. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> no, my apparently my lunch breaks were too long. So I don't we can get do too, a whole other podcast on this. I don't, I don't get the credit on that one. But I mean, similar, like if you're looking at it on that point of view, he wasn't buying it in the in the lowest point of the market, like you know, yeah. February, a year and a half ago. Like it wasn't wasn't super low. The market didn't really take off yet, but then he kind of sold it. That was a month and a half ago. So the market's still just kind of ramping up. You know, so with a small facelift, I think he probably spent about $25,000 on that, you know, so he made a $100,000 lift over a year and a half plus. Plus cash flow during cash the cash flowed really well yeah. this, the previous summer. Yeah, they killed it. Awesome. Yeah. That's what we're just trying to communicate. Like, know the big picture. Don't worry about if you're buying in the top or the bottom, like just know your own strategy and stick to it. Yeah, other buildings. So what, moving yeah, on. Yeah, so moving there. on, Brooklyn on Bernard. So that's a new building built in 2021 by the Mission Group. So same developers as Aqua. Yeah. It's a beautiful building. Like a lot of those units have some gorgeous lake views. They have a really nice rooftop patio. No amenities, like no pool or anything like that. So it's kind of like a newer, just downtown, almost like hotel style building. Yep. So a lot of people bought into short-term rent and then just like the how to host company came in and did a lot of those renovations and just kind of made each unit like very kind of trendy and specific to an Airbnb style. So yeah, those are new downtown, no amenities, but a really nice rooftop. And then there's- And that's also a brand new building, which says something for itself. It is, yeah. 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 Is that, did I hear this right? Is that the last building that Kelowna is going to allow to be short-term rental or? No, there's two more coming on and I just heard rumblings of another one through yeah, we, um, someone on the development team. Nothing's been released yet, but apparently there's, so there's Aqua Caban. Yeah. Those are two pre-construction buildings that are zoned for short-term rentals. And then we just heard rumblings of potentially another one coming on, but no information Damn, has been released nice. yet. So yeah, they didn't we'll really see. say anything about it. It was no, last, last week hush, hush. we were talking to them and yeah. they kind of dropped that. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stay tuned. And then there's a couple, uh, couple so, Seoul buildings. So Seoul downtown, and then Seoul. I guess it's just called Seoul. Yeah, it's on <laughs> Seoul. Seoul. Um, it's on St. Paul Street. So yeah, super basic buildings, wood frame, quick walk to downtown. So close to the new UBCO downtown campus proposed. So it could also be a really awesome rental if you want to put a student in from. September to May, for example, and then do an Airbnb over the summer. I think you could do really well, something like that. So those are pretty basic, small gym, but that's it. Then we have on the other side of town, Playa del Sol. So yeah. that is, yeah, pretty well, well. Yeah, that's building. probably the most well-known one. A lot of people buy in there to do a short-term rental. I don't think there's very many long-term tenants or owners in that building. Yeah. Built in 20, 2007 just on the edge of Pendozi Village. So lots of resort style amenities as well. They've kind of got a nice little rooftop pool. That place is awesome. It's got a few pools up top, doesn't it? I don't know. I think it might only have one. It has one. I know it has like, there's a lot of outdoor area up top. There is, yeah. Like there's a nice big pool. There's a hot tub. There's a huge like patio and barbecue set up there. So like perfect for an Airbnb. Also affordable prices in that one. So those ones are going for close to seven between six and seven for a two bedroom plus den during the height. And now they're down to like in the 500s for some of them even. So you can kind of snap up a a good deal there. And then on the west side of Kelowna, we have Barona Beach. So this is like, there's some beautiful units in this building. Like this was built in 2005, like huge units on this beautiful sandy beach. A lot of them have like stunning lake views, resort style amenities. So it really truly feels like a resort. Some of those units can make up 800 a night for some of the three bedroom units with the balcony. 
It's a bit further from town. So just speaking to some Airbnb hosts, like the occupancy will be lower over winter than maybe some of those downtown buildings will, but you can potentially make up for it over summer. The con for that one is that there's super high strata fees on that one. So like 800 and up a month for strata fees. That just makes it tough to lend on. Yeah. To qualify for sure. Yeah. They are nice units though. Yeah. There's some really nice ones in there. So a few more Borgata Lodge that's kind of out by Quail Ridge Golf Course, it's yeah. like right next to Quail Ridge. So a lot of golf trips. I'm sure all those bachelor parties would like to stay on one of these. <laughs> this one's an older, <laughs> older building, 1995. Good choice for investors. It's close to UBCO, close to the airport, right next to the golf course. Um, and you can get some cheaper units in there as well. They don't come up as often, but when they do, they tend to go fairly quickly. And then... Close to that area, Pinnacle Point, it's right next to the airport and UBCO. Pinnacle Point is close to the Okanagan Golf Club and the Bear and the Quail Golf Course. So also like pretty big units in that building. So two bedroom units with pretty decent square footage that are going for like between four and 500. Wow. And then last one out in this hood. So Granite at McKinley Beach. This is a newer building built in 2019. It's a premier Okanagan community right on Lake Okanagan. It's got a huge amount of beachfront access, great hiking paths near, some biking trails. It's got its own marina and pickleball courts. Fastest growing for in Canada. (laughs) So I hear. Talk to Dean about that. (laughs) Apparently he's the vice president of the pickleball club. Is he? He told us that the other night. Yeah. It's our managing broker. Perfect. I could see him doing that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So that is a new building, like I said, built in 2019. So some really nice units in that one as well. I haven't really seen much on that for listings. Like I guess they sold out and everyone's just hung on to them. There's a few listings there now. I think there's like four listings. Yeah. Interesting. Depending on the size, like there's some two bedroom ones going for around eight, between eight and nine right now. You know what I kind of noticed is they stopped building from like two. That's I was noticing that too in 2019. Yeah. So there's like quite a big gap. I wonder if that was because the city just probably the, allowing short term. Yeah, rentals. probably the city council. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they're going to, like you said, I mean, I don't know if they're going to start cutting that off again or how do they dictate what's going to be opened up. I mean, we are having a city planner on hopefully next week. So yeah, that'll be interesting. Yeah, we will talk to him about that because obviously the cities get a lot of pushback for having all these short term rentals. Yeah. Is that mostly just from like hotels? No, it's from like the low vacancy rate of mm-hmm. rentals, really. They don't want to take any long-term rentals off the market. Yeah. Yeah. So like the cities, Kelowna though is a destination city. So yeah. a lot of people are coming. Well, that, it yeah. drives small businesses. Yeah. And also our population doubles pretty much in the summer. Yeah. So yeah. that like you kind of need to have short-term, people need to stay somewhere. Yeah. Right. So like it kind of double-edged sword, that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. But it's a... Uh, yeah, it, would, it kind of makes sense to have them in Kelowna just because of the way our city is, but it does. Totally. It, it makes sense yeah. because it is a tourism city. So in the summer, you need to drive small business. Yeah. And then in the wintertime, if they flip them over to a student rental, well, that's also great because. Does that happen? Uh, so I was going to ask that. Does that, like, I'd, I always pitch that to clients, like about renting to the students. Yeah. Like, that would be awesome at the Baron Quail, like the yeah. Yeah. and all that. But, like, does that a thing? Do it does do happen. This? Yeah. I've had a couple clients that do it. So, September yeah. to May, when, when the season's really low, students come in, then they either go home for summer yeah. and then they flip it into a short term rental and just kill it over summer. Nice. I know that there's some lakefront properties too where they just they rent it to, I don't know, students, but they, like rent the house out and then they Airbnb it over the summer. Yeah. So like, I know that does happen, but 
We did it with ours at Discovery Bay. We didn't do it to a student, but we were kind of limping along the winter season. It was slow for us in September, October. So we're like, let's just get a long-term tenant or someone's here who's here in transit. So we got an awesome guy who actually became a client of mine. Yeah. He was moving up here to be closer to his daughter. And so he just needed a a student. Who was a student? So yeah. It's kind of like a semi-student. <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, you could call it that. Yeah. Nice. Just rented out while he was looking to buy, purchase a home, and then moved out kind of in time for the short-term rental season. So it worked out perfectly. Perfect. And then like you put it, when you sign the lease, you say you got to be out of here by like June or something? Yeah. Yeah. And there is some liability there, right? Like I'm sure it doesn't, the, the transition doesn't work perfectly every time. I'm sure you might get a student that digs their heels in and says they're not moving out. And, I think in know. BC, it'd be kind of hard to get them out if they said that. I think yeah, you just right. have to sign a fixed term. For sure. Otherwise. But then if they don't want to leave, then you got to go through. Yeah. Take the whole summer to get them out. And then, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like they're, they're, September rolls around, they're like, hey, bye. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. But it's 300 a night. Yeah. 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 So there is some risk to do that. That's why like, I think if you can just maintain it as a short-term rental throughout the winter. Or, or just go to s- students that don't live here. Right. So that they, you know, they're leaving. It's easier if it's set up because then it's furnished. The linens are there. You have a management team in place. Yeah. Like it is best if you just continue that way. And you never really know. Like the risk is you never really know how they're going to treat it. Like you have this beautifully furnished unit and you yeah. just hope that they're going to treat it well. But you know. Like your long-term through. tenant, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like for our tenant who was here in transition, like I knew he was going to be awesome. Students, you know, they're young. Yeah. Maybe wow, they're partying. Stereotype. I'm just sorry, saying. Sorry, listener. If I'm you're just a student. Saying. You're finally going back to school, Taylor? What were you guys like as a student? I'm you sure just you lost their whole listener base. Yes, yeah, student. <laughs> no. Students, I love you. You just, you never know. No, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I've been a student before, so I know what I did to places. So. Yeah. You know, like. <laughs> what did you do? I actually, as a student, mine was very, I just used one pot, craft dinner, uh, I think, pizza, like. Yeah. Yeah. You guys have less stuff, though. I think girls are a little messier in, yeah. in college. Yeah. At least we were. Yeah. But I, mean, I also lived in a house with eight other soccer girls. So yeah. My <laughs> God, that must have been wild. It was wild. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure why your landlord rented to you guys. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Well, so one of the positives to get back on track. Sorry, student. Um, <laughs> one of the positives to switch it into a semi-long-term rental is like you'd avoid your speculation tax. Right. So you'd save a little bit of money yeah. there. Yeah. You yeah. do intend to have a long term tenant. So there's like pros and cons on the cash flow side. It's a little bit more secure. There's less turnover. Like you can kind of have eight months of just not having to worry about flipping tenants constantly and cleaning the place. But yeah, you kind of have to run the numbers and see what makes sense. Yeah. What about because of cleaning the place? Like, so if you, you just hire these cleaners for a few months a year then. So like kind of they're, just hope they, they come yeah. back. Yeah. They're just like a hired contractor. So most of the management companies have agreements with a couple of the cleaning companies um, and they just set up a schedule, right? Like weeks in advance, because most of your bookings are weeks in advance, hopefully. And then they just come in and turn the place over. And it's a pretty efficient model when you get going. Yeah. So one thing to keep in mind on that is management fees can be pretty steep in Kelowna. So they can charge 25 to 30% for a professional company. It means that you're completely hands-off. Like you don't have to worry about anything. There's some really awesome companies out there that just take care of everything, provide an awesome service. But if you wanted to save money, like you could either manage it yourself or probably get find some someone cheaper, maybe not a company, but someone mom and pop that wants to manage it. I mean, it is nice to have a professionally managed place because they're going to be driving those reviews and they have systems in place and 
They leave chocolates on the pillows. Chocolates, chocolates on the pillows, <laughs> bottle of wine on the counter. I just, I think it'd be pretty tedious to clean these places all the time. I would definitely get it managed. Honestly, like in our experience, it's very hit or miss. I would say like 85% of the time they leave it really nice. People are super yep. respectful. Yep. And then 10 to 15%. Don't. They trash it. <laughs> it can be tough. Yeah, we've yeah. had. That, that's no, pretty hot. I, I would say that's hot. I would say maybe. I'd say a few times out of the summer. Yeah. Okay. I would say like three to five percent. Actually, it's much lower than that. Maybe not trash it, but just not. Yeah. Like a lot of people just leave it immaculate, and it's it's really nice. A lot of people are respectful in that space. Because I got mean, some it is a review based model, right? So they also want to get a good review because they're going to want to be accepted to the next place in booking. So yeah, it works from that side of things. But Airbnb has increased their fees a lot recently. So I think that's why it's harder to cash flow is because you need to lower your nightly rate because Airbnb is starting to take more of a chunk of the pie. What about VRBO? Do you guys, have you guys done that at all? It just didn't have as much traction on that when ours were listed on that. But yeah, I think that would be a, a good opportunity. I think we're starting to move into that space. We've been discussing a little bit just to get away from some of those higher Airbnb fees. It's not as widely known or as popular. So you're not going to have your listing out there probably as much, but I think we're going to put it on there because there's no harm to put it on both yeah. platforms. I'll do a quick recap on the building. So we have Discovery Bay, Sunset Waterfront Resort, Brooklyn on Bernard, Seoul downtown, Seoul, Playa the Seoul, <laughs> Verona Beach, Borgata Lodge, Pinnacle Point, <laughs> Granite at McKinley Beach. And then the two new ones are uh, Aqua and Caban that are coming. And then when is Aqua is going to be done like 25, 26? Yeah. And then what about Caban? Do we know? I think similar. Yeah. Caban's a much smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then Aqua's three phases. So yeah. Yeah. I think their first phase is coming out 2025. Yes. Yeah, so they broke ground on the first phase at Aqua. Looks pretty great. Drive by it every day. Yeah. It's so only the first phase is zoned for short-term rentals. The second two phases are apparently going to be zoned for seven night minimums. And so that's... not nightly rentals. Interesting. So those are still available. Phase two and three, you can still buy them. Caban is sold out, right? Caban is sold out. Aqua's sold out. Those first, sold first out in like within 24 hours. Yeah. First phase. phase yeah. One. Phase one. And phase two and Aqua. three are still available. There's two other buildings that are zoned for seven day minimums. One is, it's called Cambridge Lodge. It's on yeah. Leon, that one on 925 Leon. Yeah. Mostly micro suites. So little studio suites, about 300 square feet. Seven day minimum rentals. They're going for about 300K or just under. I think the most recent one sold for like 280 or 285. And then another one, minimum seven day rentals, Mission Shores, close to the El Dorado Hotel, like yep. right next to where Aqua is going to be built. Yep. Those are more of like a luxury high end type townhome style. And those are seven day minimums. And those have those have more bedrooms? So not They do. Yeah. Mostly like two, three bedrooms. Like what kind of clientele would stay in a place for three, like a studio apartment for seven days? Yeah. I think that would really, it would be tough. It'd yeah. Be tough. You wouldn't be making as much. I'm just trying to think who would do that. I guess like a couple would do that. Maybe a couple, so maybe, maybe, like maybe. A, a professional come through, like maybe a, a doctor for work or something? doing, yeah, a yeah. couple weeks stint. Maybe a couple visiting their kids. A doctor, did you say a doctor? Yeah, well, doctors do, uh, they like travel around and do different placements at practice. Yeah, and fill in work. but I yeah. could imagine they're probably staying at nicer places. Yeah, our yeah. nurses do the same too. Yeah. Pretty close to downtown. It's cheap. Like if you wanted to just not spend a lot on investment yeah. property, you yeah. know, like you only own spend 300 grand or something like that. Yeah. It's not a bad investment. But you're right. You're not going to get the same traction. No, I no, think I the seven can't. day thing would cut out a lot of people visiting. That would be like, it's similar to a hotel room because most hotel rooms are basically like studio suites. Yeah. So then you'd have like, yeah, I could see somebody doing that, but for, but the two or three 
bedroom ones. Those are legit. Yeah, those are nice, yeah. and those are right on the water in yeah. this area too. Yeah, those are nice too. So yeah, that's that would I think create. Okay, a so impression. you guys are ready to buy now. Which which one attracts you? Where would you go? I really like Aqua, so yeah. I'd probably put some money down on that one. Yeah. Also, by the time that closes, you're probably going to be up. Yeah, a few hundred Agreed. percent. Discovery is also like that. Like I said, that location is just top notch. Mm-hmm. That building has a great reputation too. So what about you, Emily? Aqua for sure. I think, yeah, Aqua has the best appreciation potential hands down. Yeah. Just being a brand new building built by the mission group. Yeah. It's stunning. Every unit has lake views, very high end luxury. So yeah. I think, yeah, for sure that one's going to appreciate Discovery Bay, obviously biased where we own there, but I just think location wise, it's prime. Can't yeah. get much better than that. There's yeah. definitely some few cons to that building, but overall it's, it's been a decent investment and I really like Pinnacle Point, like those ones out kind of by UBCO in the airport. Yeah. I think that you, they're a really good bang for your buck. Like you can get a decent deal on those and they're, they're bigger than maybe the ones downtown. You're probably not going to get as high of a nightly rate just being farther out, but yep. you're probably going to get a lot of people who want to go for a golf trip or... I can imagine people like would want to be close to the airport and close to golfing. I think so. so I like, think there'd like, be a big market for that. Yeah. Because when Beck and I go, like, you look, where's downtown? Where are you going to be? Like, not everyone when they come to Kelowna just goes downtown and stays there. Like, they go country, yeah. south, yeah. right? So, like... And I mean, if you're a plane enthusiast, you get to watch planes take off all day. Or a helicopter in season. Man, I drove by. So I was going to pick up my dog at a bark and fly. And I'm driving by the airport there. My God, this plane landing. Have you guys ever parked at the end of the runway and seen the planes land? No. It's crazy. Like, it's crazy. This is a thing that people do. I don't know if it's legal or not. But you can park there and the plane land right above you. Yeah. They're like, it feels like they're 50 feet above. You do it just for fun? Yeah. Some people, like my friend used to take his son there to go watch the planes. But I just happened to be driving by at the same time this plane came over. And it was a crazy experience. (laughs) That's yeah. generally that's, I want to do right, it next that's day. right where they open up the toilets to discharge. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah, on the I'm other kidding. side, right where the Shadow Ridge Golf Course. A little is. Yeah. Yeah. See if you get landed on. Yeah, Blue Man yeah. Group. You know, that's a great idea for kids. Kids would love that. I'm 37 years old and I loved it. It was crazy. It was like th- those planes are gigantic when they they feel like it was right above your head. It's a good adrenaline rush. It I was. It was. I had uh, Lou in the back and I just like stopped we just parked on the side of the road and watched this plane come over and it was crazy have you ever gone skydiving no no oh, i have not need to. i need to <laughs> you lose it yeah <laughs> i can imagine if you think yeah. being under a plane landing is cool. <laughs> Try jumping well just the size like these planes are gigantic right like so it's not yeah it was crazy Recommend. okay next date next date day leo yeah, yeah. Yeah, cheers. Wow, easy to impress these two. <laughs> Just don't knock until you try it, dude. Yeah, uh, he's more of a helicopter guy, so he's a bit biased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> back on track. Yeah, if you want to find this blog, I'll, I'll throw it in the show notes that Emily put up there. Yeah. Um, some pretty quick. You just, how long did that take you to do some research on that? Not long. I have a bunch of... <laughs> So off top of my head. Pretty easy. Quick Google search. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually have a bunch of clients that are looking for Airbnbs or have been over the years. Yep. So I've kind of done research on this like for a while and just decided to put it together in a blog. Great work. Yeah, that's for, us. For our own friends too. Yeah. It's nice to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good investment vehicle. It's been a little bit saturated recently, but uh, it, yeah, long term, it'll come back. Yeah. Do you think it's been saturated like just less demand at the same time is yeah i think think so economically people are out traveling spending money so much in the last 12 months compared to 
the boom in COVID. And then, yeah, with Brooklyn coming on board, that kind of chewed up a lot of opportunity for people. So I think people saw how lucrative it was and how much money you could make. And so everyone just kind of jumped in at once. Yeah. And so it got like a bit saturated, I think, in the condo space. We did an Airbnb on our primary residence on the house that we bought, yeah. that you bought with us. Yeah. Matt was our agent. Mm-hmm. And so we closed in June. It was already set up as an Airbnb and like four bedroom house with a pool was making 1800 a night on the weekends in summer and fully booked. Like, that is crazy. It was. It yeah. Was- I mean, that, that aligned really well. So yeah, we did that purchase. Like you said, I think it closed June 22nd and they already had bookings for Airbnb. I only found out by, I forget actually how I found out. I was Googling some research, Airbnb managers, and this one popped up and I'm like, Hey, that's our house. <laughs> so I called the manager and I was like, would you be interested in just continuing to run it as an Airbnb? Like it was top to bottom set up coffee maker, linens, towels, everything. Yep. We bought it as is like turnkey. Actually funny enough, we were pretty eager to get it going. I think we had our first booking for the 23rd and we took possession like 22nd at noon. <laughs> and and really the, pool, the pool, the You want like, to be really stressed. Yeah, we the got possession. The pool is not great. Green. The there was green. like weeds coming in. And so, yeah. The first time we owned a pool, we we're like, oh, it'll be fine by tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It was not fine. <laughs> yeah. Thank, thank God Garth came over and helped clean up the pool. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was all hands on deck. Our manager was great. She just lived near like a few houses down and had some friends in the neighborhood. So everyone pitched in, we got it ready and yeah, it was like from the 23rd on until early September and booked solid. Yeah, nice. it, was, it was it was great. It was a really great um, summer. Yeah, yes. so that like the stars had to align where like per bylaw, like it has to be your primary residence and you're only allowed to rent it a certain amount of months out of the year. Yep. You need a business license and everything. So yep. it worked really well for us because we actually fell within all that. But yeah, we could touch on that a little bit. I think there's way more financial opportunity if you can own a single family house because as someone that wants to come to Kelowna with a few friends, you would way rather have your own pool with a larger kitchen and a, a driveway. And just, it makes more sense yeah. mm-hmm. from a financial point of view to spend seven, 800 bucks a night with two or three other couples than like 300 bucks a night by yourself. So yeah, we did really well, but I, I think, you know, it has to line up for the, the right person. Yeah. So what we've been finding is that owning a condo, people are doing more last minute bookings, kind of similar to a hotel. So they're like, oh, we'll just go somewhere for a weekend where owning the house, people were booking months in advance for weddings. That's an interesting insight. It was way better actually from that perspective, just because you could plan it out. You could fully book your calendar. It wasn't as last minute. Obviously you make a higher nightly rate. So just for an example, condos probably are making between three, you can probably make up to eight and 900 in a condo, depending on location. If you're bedrooms, yeah. Number yeah. of bedrooms, Lakeview, all that kind of thing. And then for a house, yeah. Anything 1800 and above on weekends, it, depending on the amenities as well. Like if you have a pool location, all that kind of stuff, yeah. but it's just a really kind of lucrative investment from a house perspective, if you can pull it off on your primary residence. Yeah. And um, yeah, like you said, it's easier to plan. People are booking it way farther in advance. I think nice. most people like most listeners are probably looking at the condos like as a second purchase as an investment but if you do have the ability if it is going to be your primary residence and you're just looking to buy your first house or maybe like move you're going to upsize a little bit or you have a a growing family like you could buy a single family house with an illegal basement suite or little kitchen non-conforming yeah non-conforming yeah yeah sorry you're not going to jail please please aren't coming Yeah. Yeah. yeah Yeah. <laughs> uh, go sit under an airplane, man. Um, but 
for me, like if I was at that stage in life where say we were just planning on growing our family and we wanted to buy a bit bigger of a house. So you're not going to, you know, you want to upsize, but you're not going to buy a house. And then in two years, like you need to grow into something bigger. You could buy something that's non-conforming, rent it in the summer, have a little kitchenette, maybe hot plate stove down there type of thing in your fridge, make some like good, good revenue in the summer months, help pay for your mortgage. And then when you are ready, when you, you have that growing family, you could like reclaim that space. So yeah, that's a good hack if people are in that specific situation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I've had people, quite a few people buy that, buy houses like that. Cause then the non-conforming suites are actually easier to do with Airbnb than a legal suite. Yeah. Right. Like a fully legal suite. Cause you have to, the Airbnb has to be part of your house. So yeah. you have to, it's easier to yeah. explain that with a non-conforming suite. You can't, you can't get a license for a suite or a carriage house on your yeah, own exactly. So it, it technically has to be a house in your room or an in-law suite yeah. that doesn't have a stove in it. So you can say it's not a suite. Yeah. And I have clients that have done that and they, they're doing quite well. You know, like you go from mm-hmm. not having that much disposable income to doing that with the house that you already have. And all of a sudden you have this money to kind of do whatever you want with it's but help them out quite a bit. Yeah. So kind of the same situation with Big White, mm-hmm. where you can go up there and buy a, obviously that's going to be seasonal, but the opposite kind of season, right? Yeah. So how has that worked out? Do you have any information about that? Big White is not in the, the same jurisdiction as Kelowna. So they're yeah. kind of their own entity. Yeah. Um, as far as I know, everything can be a short-term rental there. It's a yeah. vacation resort. So everything you can rent, whether you're part of the rental pool. So a lot of stratas are part of the rental pool where you have to use their management, which is nice. They do it all for you, right? Even the bookings and everything. Yeah. They do it all for you. You're going to pay probably a higher premium than you would if you did it on your own. Um, But they also pay you when you're not, when your place isn't booked, you're getting a portion of all the rentals, right? Really? Yeah. The big white end is like that. So you get, it's all shared, right? So you get a portion of all the, so if you're really, Oh, the big white end. Okay. So that's, yeah, that makes sense because it's more of a hotel. To, I guess if you choose to stay in your own unit, like, do you have to pay for it? Or how I think the, it's counted. It's like prorated. They take it out of yours. Yeah. So Crazy. you can like book yourself to use your own unit, but then it, it doesn't as part of the rental pool. Are there any units in that building that are more than just the studio hotel style? Good question. I'm not sure. The, I've sold a few and they've both been the hotel style. I yeah. don't. Good question. Yeah. I haven't seen any that are more than that. I don't think so. We stayed there once. It was, it was great. Yeah. They got a nice pool. Yeah. Nice game rooms. Nice little, there's a restaurant in there now. Yeah. We went yeah. there for Valentine's Day this year. <laughs> oh man, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, it was a Mexican Taylor pulling out all the stops. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we tried to, so romantic. We tried to go to the Globe. It's a cool little spot. Yeah. Oh, I love that place. Yeah. They lost your yeah. reservation. They were, yeah. Well, Tay didn't, Tay didn't make a reservation, yeah. actually. <laughs> Who would make a reservation for Valentine's Day? Listen, we tried to get a babysitter that night. We took Leo with us. Yeah, so Leo was with us. We were yeah. having our margaritas and he was just smashing uh, pickled so onions. Pickles. <laughs> yeah. It was nuts. Like this kid is a machine. He was crushing these pickled onions. We had to ask for more and they were gone within minutes. We're like, what is wrong with this kid? Pickled onions. Have you seen that things. Instagram video where the kid is trying to tell his mom that it's an apple, but it's an onion? And then he's <laughs> eating the onion and he's crying, but he's so stubborn. He just keeps on <laughs> No, but you have to send it to me. <laughs> this reminded me of that. Oh, That's funny. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Was, is that uh, everything? Is that, that, that yeah, any other hot off. tips? <laughs> Got any more? <laughs> Uh, I think the most important takeaway from this podcast is to go to the airport and watch the plane fly overhead. <laughs> Everyone should do that at least once in their life. Okay. It's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The most important thing is like run your numbers on this 
have a strategy that works. Like we do have yeah. some basic spreadsheets that we plug things in, like happy to share those with you guys speak to some professional managers. They probably have better insight on what the revenue is from these buildings. And we, we are, yeah, they probably have like identical units already rented. Yeah. We're, yeah. we're going to have some of those managers on pretty shortly here. And then we can kind of dive into that stuff. But yeah, if you want to know anything else, obviously reach out. We're, yeah. Reach out. If you want to know from like a firsthand experience, we'd love talking about the stuff. Like yeah. I said, we have some spreadsheets. We can help you break down the numbers. If you want to know any active listings out there, what's recently sold. So I just yeah, looked it up. There's 17 active listings for those buildings right now. And 25 have sold in the last 60 days. So the market is heating up in that space. Like it's pretty hot. People want to buy before the, wow. the high season starts. Yeah. So yeah, if you want any more information about any of those, reach out. Okay, we're going to blast through these super fast because uh, Emily's been on before. Time for everyone's favorite part of the show, the ice maker section. Brought to you by myself, Matt Glenn. Best habit or routine you attribute to your success or something you feel our listener can benefit from? Working out in the morning, super early. Tay will make fun of me, but honestly, it's the best start to your day. Well, how early is early? Okay. See how we're going through this real fast? Well, I did a 6 a.m. workout class the other day. Highly recommend. Like at a, like uh, you had to go somewhere? Yeah, I went to the doghouse downtown. Wow, that's... circuit training gym. Wow, you got to get up pretty early for that. Yeah. Nice. Nice and early. Used yeah. to it with a baby, but definitely the best start to the day. We love our afternoon walks, Leo and, and the dog. Just a good, oh, sorry, this is rapid fire. Yeah. <laughs> okay, done. Pew, pew. Next. Best thing you've ever spent money on? Travel, said that last time. AirPods, Apple Watch. AirPods twice, Apple Watch almost twice as well. <laughs> Actually, the best feature of my Apple Watch is that it can help me find my phone when I lose it around the house. Yeah. You wonder why we don't think for Valentine's Day? Because I think I bought Apple <laughs> AirPods like three times now for Valentine's. Okay, that, that is Anyways, dramatic. We're speeding up. We're keeping it. That is dramatic. Uh, most, most impactful book you've ever read? Most impactful book. I'll change it up this time. The book by Mia Hamm. I read it when I was nine years old. It made me want to play for Canada. Uh, but now it's And you did? Oh yeah. my God. That must have been an impactful book. <laughs> it's pretty. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? I can't no, that was, that was legit. That's all you got to do if you want to be on a national team. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. But yeah. read Christine Sinclair's book. Christine Sinclair. She's the Canadian. She's the GOAT. Read her book. Oh, yeah, it's called Playing the Long Game. Yeah. Okay. Nice. What's, what's your favorite quote? Don't wait to buy real estate. Buy real estate and wait. Yeah. I think that's honestly the key with making money in real estate. Like short-term rentals, long-term rentals. Just hold it for 20 years. Yeah. My God. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on there, Emily. Okay. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for listening to the Kelowna Real Estate Podcast. Be sure to reach out and let us know how else we can add value to your Kelowna real estate journey. Please show some support by hitting the like, share, and subscribe button. This is sponsored by Matt Glenn Real Estate and Taylor Adventure Mortgages.